think it's gonna be me for sure. I just feel like it's my time tonight. I feel the same way. <sighs> this song was a song I did in my audition video. You think you're coming full circle? Right. I feel like this is my circle. So it's like the song that got me in, it's gonna be the song I leave with. That's very poetic. Seriously though, that's how I feel about it. I mean, I know the theme of the season is that Pearl is asleep at the wheel, but I think she's got her eye in the rearview mirror and she knows exactly what's going on here at RuPaul's po- RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> RuPaul's podcast. I was just going to say RuPaul's podcast at RuPaul's podcast. Um, uh, I wish. What if Drag Race was just a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it would ruin everything. If it was just a radio show, it was an old-time radio show. (laughs) Or like a baseball broadcast. And we got Kenny Davenport coming up, and she's coming up, and she looks like she's about to do a split, and she's done the split. She's gone all the way to the split. (laughs) Uh, RuPaul out here looking like fresh meat, loving it. Um, Mr. Harvey, like your chocolate <laughs> bars, you're completely nuts. <laughs> this sexual confusion. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> girls Mo- in drag. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of girls will all be boys coming home from war, too? <laughs> Oh man, the rabbit oh, hole we went imagine? into like a minute oh, in. My God. Could you imagine a, a like a remake of A League of Their Own, but it's about just like these these men dressing in drag, and yeah. they're all straight. They're all straight men, and their wives go off to war. Oh my God! Oh my God! A drag of their own, yeah. A drag yeah. of their own, and they're housewives, and they have to yeah. like you know do the cooking and the cleaning because it's the 1940s, and that's what they thought women should do. Ugh, I just would love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. A reverse world where all the women went to war, and all the all the men had to become like. This, this like Rosie the Riveter for like mm. the housewife of the of the forties, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh God, could you imagine just like women in you know army gear kissing their wives like that famous picture? Oh but yeah, the, but totally. It's men in drag. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, what a world we could live in. Well, you know, hey, maybe World War Three will happen, and we'll actually see it happen. Dark. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. 2020. Too soon. Ugh. Hindsight is 2020, Mary. Yeah. God. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this clip, this clip, Pearl, she is hindsight. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I did notice watching Untucked how all of them, except for Trixie, were like, oh, yeah, I'm going home. This is my week. This is my yeah. week. Yeah. I'm, I was yeah. terrible. I, you know, I have to say people have their opinions about season seven main stage show and i get it but season seven untucked is up there with like season two and three untucked of like great untucked yeah because this episode is such a great example of you know headline what untucked can do because mm. when you watch the main episode and you see just like how sort of shocked that Kati is that she and uh I was gonna say Valerie she and Violet win um <laughs> I do not endorse it I do yeah, not Violet, endorse Violet it. cherished yeah <laughs> Carson, Carson 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 cut that I, cut, cut, cut that. that yeah yeah <laughs> 
Ew, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> ew, ew, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle would be like Polly G. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Small change for you. Huge difference for me. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I um, when you see like just how shocked that uh, Katya is that she and Violet win watching it without watching Untucked you might just think it's kind of Katya being a little extra you know and just kind of doing that like like cantaloupe hands thing that she does mm. but the reality is she is convinced she's going home this week and so like to kind of see that play out organically and then go back and watch the episode again it's like oh my god how cool that they won and she was like ready to go home yeah, she and Ginger were the only ones practicing, or at least that they showed, practicing the lip sync and the mirror. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Untucked, I got to say, just kind of going back to your original comment, this was the first time, like, the format changed, and it became this, like, kind of mini documentary. I remember watching it and being like, this is this is too raw. But mm. now, as the show is just very produced, and it's a reality, in quotes, TV show, the the rawness is kind of what I want. I, I do want to hear the stories. I want to see the smoke breaks. I want, like, quiet pauses between people talking, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think now, because, yeah, you're right. This is the first season that Untucked changed from the old sort of soap opera format to, mm. you know, from the old, like, ganja, ganja, this is not how you sound when you and I hang out. <laughs> 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 Teleport us to Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. from that to this more like raw version, and now you get to like season 11, and even this unproduced, untalked is super produced. And so, mm. like, yeah, the rough edges of this where people are talking over each other, or they're not talking, or Kennedy's asleep on the couch, or they're just like dicking around outside, and, you know, right. Miss Fame's in her, in her, you know, in her robe. Like, <laughs> bathroom I, yeah i Delphi miss area. all that yeah i miss all that we don't really have like i kind of feel like the human now, moments the, the only way moments. you really get that now is kind of maybe if you go to a queen's youtube channel and she's doing her own version of like you know review with a jew or, or mm. regrets or whatever is at least you're getting it produced in their own like their own voice you know yeah, and they're kind of reflecting back. I mean, again, mm -hmm. that's not even in the pressure cooker. Right now we're no. seeing what their quote-unquote downtime kind of looks like. Whereas yeah. I think now when they walk in untucked, they're like, oh, okay, this is also part of my story. This is also something for me and for them to produce. So they're also very aware. And I think with this new set and with just the new format, they – the, the the actors the the performers the contestants they didn't they didn't know how to keep being on in a way it wasn't the same yeah and I think the distribution I mean now Untucked is is another it's an after show that right. airs on VH1 this was the first season it was just like they just stuck it on YouTube with the creepy Michael Myers music and <laughs> the Squarespace ad like I don't know why Untucked is so goddamn creepy but. It's, you know, and, and it's like, it's who's true. watching it? You know, it's just way right. less distribution. And so you're right. Like, Untucked Now is just another segment as if they were doing, you know, workroom or, you mm -hmm. know, entrances or whatever. Yeah, the stuff that, like, didn't 
make the cut, even like visits with the celebrities and things like mm-hmm. that. Oh it's yeah, very or interesting. like you know that this is a great chance to to air Alyssa Edwards on her Nokia flip phone, <laughs> <laughs> recording a video message. Oh God, I just loved how she how Kennedy was like. Oh, I'm so grateful that she took the time from her oh, busy yeah. schedule to record yeah. a 30 second video on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm picturing Alyssa like doing her commercial from All Stars Two. Her her um, political ad was it from All Stars Two? Yes. Where she was like shuffling off to Buffalo at, <laughs> off the set, like that. That's yeah. Alyssa twenty four seven on Go Go Juice, <laughs> and she took thirty seconds. Let me give Miss Kennedy Davenport some uh, some lovins, <laughs> some flippins and some squirpins and some chirpins, and you remember who put you there, oh, you know. And then that's it. And yet, I don't even know. It's like she just <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. It's like she just puts her words in a bag and shake and bakes, and then whatever oh, you get, God. what you get, you know. Well, I don't know if you remember, but after this season aired, there was a special that a clip that came out, I think, on YouTube or maybe on like Logo TV. But they flew Alyssa to LA apparently to record her reaction to Viola Chachki's Snatch Game. Oh, do you remember I... that? do uh, was it when she did her Alyssa's secret though in the basement of wow presents i mean that might have that might have dovetailed with it but yeah this was like a special segment yes i remember when the segment came out of because i mean just in general all of the because this you know Alyssa's only she hadn't fully turned into like the thing that she is Mm -hmm. now so things like that like violet saying oh man Alyssa's gonna kill me when she sees me doing her on snatch game or Trixie saying, like, oh, I've never met Alyssa. Like, I wonder what she'd say right. to me. It's weird to think that now, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it's it's like saying, oh, it'd be great to meet Michelle. Like, Alyssa's such a fixture in the drag race world. You know? Totally, totally. Uh, you know, coming back and choreographing now. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, she's just such a thing. Oh, God. You know, I, I want to just pause for a moment while we have our Marys before we, you know, move on to the episode. But uh, rumors about All-Stars 5 and Season 12 are now changing. We had an OG Mary uh, tweet at us, or no, maybe it was on Instagram, uh, send me uh, a message being like, hey, I just saw on my, like, TV guide that Season 12 will be airing first at the end of February. And then All Stars Five later. I think maybe did I sent it to you? I think I think he said it was June. I mean, listen. I know we're not naming whistleblowers, but for the record, TV Time app is the Drag Race whistleblower every season. <laughs> every season. Yeah, the it TV says Time All Stars app. Five. All Stars mm-hmm. Five starts June fifth, and the TV Time 12. app schedule always gives it away. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Season 12 starts February 28th. So essentially they'll be back to back. Um, well, but- and just it syncs up with DragCon because DragCon in L.A. is going to happen right before season, uh, All-Stars 5 premieres. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So it syncs okay. up. So if you, yeah, it all syncs up perfectly. That being yeah. said, we are recording on the evening of January 5th right now. So we got some time there. <laughs> 
back. Yeah, we're definitely going to finish season seven. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, you we'll want to get season eight in, I know. Yeah, I know, right? Season eight, season three. I mean, all the seasons. Um, I also want to watch moving parts because I've been moving myself. Um, hmm. I, I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and watch it, but... Uh, I'm super curious to watch that. I heard her interview with Craig uh, when, you know, the, I think oh, yeah. Cra- Craig got the, uh, the, the, the STD, SDI check oh call. God. Oh my God. Uh-huh. That was so funny. Um, but yeah. yeah so I thought I'm, it was Katya pranking him. And, I, know, I know. And then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Um, well, it wasn't. Um, yeah. yeah it, uh, so I do, I do think, you know, perhaps one week we'd, we could do moving parts. But yeah, we'll definitely finish season seven. Uh, yeah, which is it's good news. I mean, I was reading some article that was kind of talking about all of the drag we're going to have in uh, 2020. And like, I'm actually I'm OK. And I hope this isn't disappointing to listeners that if we if we do spend the rest of this time doing other things other than like a, a season of Drag Race recap, because we have this forward this year to look forward to season 12, All Stars 5, Drag Race Australia, Drag Race Canada, Celebrity Drag Race, probably Dragula season four. Uh AJ and the Queen. Um, mm-hmm. There's another there's a show on HBO with Bob and Eureka. And That's right. Else that I'm blanking on, unfortunately. Shangela, I think. Shangela, Shangela, of course. Um, yeah. I mean, granted, we're not, we may not get to all of it right away, but I kind of feel like I don't want to wait at all for Drag Race Australia or Canada. Those are like my two favorite countries over the United States. <laughs> if there's a Drag Race totally. Ireland, boom, totally. there's another yeah. one above the United States. So, oh, like, absolutely. I mean, and yeah. Drag Race Thailand, if that comes out, I mean, that's immediate. Oh, Mary, uh, I think but that I, I one think, is canceled. Yeah, I think it's canceled. Oh, I think such a shame. Let's just pour one out because, yeah, I just saw something on Reddit recently where um, – Whoever the producer was of all that, he's like recently like unfollowed all the queens, and right? Angina yes. and <sighs> P art. <laughs> so, oh my god, P art, oh. P art, yeah. So, uh, you know, but I gotta tell you, I'll say this, I'll say this. There have been other brilliant shows that were canceled and were better for it in a way. The comeback, my so-called mm, life. There's a right. lot of things that are preserved so yeah yeah preserved drag race thailand i mean it brought us such joy in the midst of some you know buffoonery yeah it raised the bar on drag race yes in a way that maybe we you know stop on a high because you know uh what is it uh what a fire. Rain of Fire, Queen of Fire. The, my favorite episode of Drag Race ever. Oh, um, Rain of Fire. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think so. Um, oh, um, no. Uh, oh, it's killing me. Something of fire. The Royal Fire. The Royal, <laughs> royal fire. fire. There it is. Yes. The Royal Fire. <laughs> the Royal Fire. The musical episodes lip sync. Nothing is going to touch those. No. The, the finale of season two. Oh, my God. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. So good luck. Right. Ugh, so good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Marys, uh, before we dive into the rest of Prancing Queens, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this BDBD TV show. I'm Johnny, and when times get tough, I just breathe through my nose. And I'm Colin, and the old lady brigade is still here and still talking. <laughs> <laughs> Which is indeed kind of how I, I not that how I feel, but I feel like 
you know, when I look at the landscape 2020 and all of the, the, the world of Drag Race fans, and RuPaul's even said, he's like, my target audience is not, uh, I'm not trying to get to gay men at this point. I'm reaching, like, really smart 13-year-old girls. That's my target <laughs> audience. And when I think about that, and when I realize that he's right, then I think we are, we are a bit of an old lady brigade uh, mm. in the world of Drag Race, and that makes me feel good. Yeah, old lady brigade, you know. Yeah. Like fine wines, if you will. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're kind of like drag race gay uncles, you know? <laughs> uncles, yeah. Uncles. Oh, I hate uh, that expression. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I, and I and love to everybody out there who's used that expression on Instagram. But guys, don't pimp out your nephew for likes on OkCupid. Come on now. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that happening? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Everywhere, everywhere. You all know that you're trying to be more relatable with your fucking nephew. Stop it. <laughs> Just use your dog. Oh, God. Yeah, definitely. Use the dog, the cat. Like, I'm not offended by dog dads, you know? Not that, I mean, you know, it does make a difference to me, but I'm dating a dog dad. I'm fine with it. But, um, but, you know, (laughs) oh, but I know some people have a problem with putting that in your, like, in your profile if you're a dog. Like, that's an immediate swipe left or something, you know? Oh, oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, and if you're allergic, you know, you got to know. Some people are allergic to kids. Oh, uh, yeah, I am. I definitely am. <laughs> I have a, I find that, like, I have this really strong allergic reaction where I just want to leave. So. Um, a burden's burden. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Why'd you have to bring the baby? <laughs> uh, you are taking my son nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's our Matreon this week. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so Mary, I have a question for you, and I have thoughts, but I thought maybe you could answer it first. And this is kind of my question throughout the whole episode. Why doesn't this episode work? Because um, for uh, me, it doesn't. I, I Okay, that's a good question. That's a great question. I thought about that. I think that the reason it doesn't work is because Miss Fame is gone. <laughs> and I think that we lost a lot of driving energy um, because at this point, the challenge is fine, but the challenge is, I mean, they're, you know, we've seen this choreography thing, uh, you know, before where it's like Queens, you know, learning the steps for the first time. Ugh. And then it's like, oh, well, you better step it up. No pun yeah, intended. Ad nauseum. Um, it's just yeah. Like, so we kind of know all that. But, like, the drama at this point is, like, what is it? You know, like, they aren't playing up a Trixie storyline at all this episode. No. Um, no. So that kind of, like, they don't really lean into that. Um, the storyline is pretty much just, like, Ginger doesn't dance. But right. I feel like we've heard her say, well, I don't sew, I don't dance, I don't do this, I don't do that. And, and then she kind of figures it out. So she won Glamazonian Airways with that yeah. like that step that she did. What did she say? Uh, oh, walking down this runway like a Clydesdale. Is that what she said? Oh, I don't remember. I but I remember her like. Well, I mean, stealing that win from Kasha Davis, but but winning. Um, yeah, right, right. That's true. So I mean, I I just don't think there was really any driving energy. Like Kennedy can't be bothered to give you a storyline, you know. Uh, Violet's confident, and that's not interesting. Yeah. Um, Pearl, I think, is like 
I, I think Pearl is like, listen, you guys aren't going to send me home. If you're going to send me home, you would have done it a long time ago, or you'll do mm. it this week. And if it mm. happens, it happens. Like, I, I don't think Pearl's too... I don't think she's too cool for season seven, and I don't think she didn't want to win, but kind of like going back to our clip of the week, I just think Pearl saw the inner workings of the show to some extent, and yeah. I don't know. I mean, at least that's how they're editing her. Editing her or how or what I'm picking up is like, she's not giving them a storyline either, essentially, you know? Yeah, Pearl's an interesting part of this episode. I, for me, the episode doesn't, I mean, again, it's fine. How's the episode? Fine. Fine. Um, I've watched it. (laughs) I've I've watched it. I've watched Um, it. (laughs) Um, It was fine. The challenge was, you know, fine. And and, uh, we had Carson Kresley, who was charming and wonderful. And, you know, we saw them struggling, as we always fucking see. And then we get to the presentation. And I'm sorry, all three dances were well executed, well done. I thought Ginger was hilarious. I thought Trixie was hilarious. And I was kind of like, this was so subjective. And so they put Trixie in the bottom. They should. It should have been probably Pearl. It should have probably been Pearl or maybe a Violet. But Pearl was mm. the one that seemed the most kind of like out of her element. But they gave her accolades because... She looked like she was having fun and into it, which I'm kind of like, that's a story, but it's not necessarily fair to a ginger who I thought did great. Like she was really funny in the in the dancing challenge. So I think that was part of it, that there was no drama really that we saw except, you know, for ginger who thought she was going to be bad and then was in the bottom and then killed it in the lip sync. Um, the mini challenge for me, one of the reasons why this episode doesn't work is that the mini challenge was, in my opinion, the best part of the episode and they didn't show any of that process, which I think would have been interesting, similar to uh, on Drag Race UK when they did that first episode and we saw RuPaul kind of like feeding them <clears throat> bits before they came up with the line where they had to edit their th- them holding their heads, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of that for this fake housewives thing. I thought the mini challenge was hilarious. So I, I, I was kind of like, oh, I'd rather that have been the main challenge, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the Real Housewives, I mean, that makes me think of All-Stars 3 with the 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 Bitchler, where it's like, mm. the Real Housewives is similar, where it's like, this is just like a, a, a cornucopia of content, you know, because it's just like drag queens playing drag queens, you know? And, <laughs> totally. Uh, and and I, I think that, um, I don't know, I would have been fine with that. I think that uh it it just would lend itself to more fun content whereas this with this kind of challenge i mean it's it was fun to watch them dance but like there isn't much to i, I don't know yeah it just it doesn't there's not much meat on that you know and i thought each of the the songs were good or each of the dances were good i do feel like katia and violet got the best song yes um 
I mean, I I said before we started recording that I think one of my favorite moments or one of the best moments of Drag Race is when the tango transitions into the Vogue, like, for the first time with them. <laughs> it works perfectly. The editing is great. Like, there's that great mm. shot of Violet, you know, twisting her titties. Like, it's <laughs> excellent. Like, Katya, like, you know, going around in the, behind her in the background. Like, it's so... Um, the editing I remember when that happened I remember someone posting on Instagram of like oh this moment and I was like yeah this moment is so fun and it's almost like a winner's edit versus mm. like I think Trixie and Ginger's they showed like big gaps between the song transitions yeah they did show that they we, we saw them kind of waiting for the next part yeah, or, yeah right and the song itself right. didn't transition as well as Katya and Violet's and I felt like Kennedy and Pearl was fine um but it was it was like the easier dance, I thought. It was the even. easier dance. Yeah. I felt like that uh I mean, I think that there were some like weak points there. Like Pearl maybe wasn't technically great. Kennedy was a little dead behind the eyes at points. Um so like to me, Violet and Katya were the clear winners, but a lot of it came down to like what they had to work with. I thought Right. Ginger Ginger was really funny. At no she point was. in some ways my eye was on her more than Trixie. Same. Same because she just was like sustaining it more. Where Trixie's felt a little more frenetic, like a lot of her body language, a little more frenetic to me, right? During the dance, you know, and again, talking about just like producer edits or choreographers, right? The choreographer asked Kennedy, like, what can you do? Or asked Kennedy and Pearl, what can you do? And Kennedy's like, oh, I can do this. And so the choreographer is obviously going to incorporate that. What's so mm -hmm. interesting about Trixie and Ginger's edit is they were like, okay, Trixie, you're going to pick up Ginger. Trixie's mm -hmm. like, I can't pick up Ginger. Like, don't put that in the dance. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I guess there's kind of like the the flip of it is like, oh, well, then that'll be a great drag race moment when I picked up Ginger. Mm -hmm. But, I, yeah, you're definitely seeing, again, in the edit of things, you're seeing Kennedy and uh, Pearl a lot of, like, figuring out what they can do and then working with that versus, like, Oh, you can't do that? Well, you better figure it out. You better make <laughs> me fucking, fucking laugh. Fucking yeah. Laugh. <laughs> so I, you know, it's, I kind of feel like to Pearl's point, like she may have been wrong this week, but you can certainly see the writing on the wall, the receipt under the hotel room door sometimes, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ginger's secret to her success is being God's favorite. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean, the episode was fine. Again, it was fine. I just there there wasn't much drama. I mean, even when you look at the runway, there's also question marks all around what they wore. Like, did they give them the tuxedos? Like, I didn't yeah. understand how that was the challenge. Obviously, painting half of their face and and doing that whole thing. But how much of that was them versus what they were given? I agree. I felt like, <clears throat> excuse me. I felt like the the tuxedos were so kind of generic that it almost mm. seemed like here's half a tuxedo. Like maybe there was the, the assumption of like, well, you may not know how to make men's clothes. I don't know. I have no idea what the decision making was there. Maybe it was like here we'll because you have so much to do. We're going to give you the tuxedo side of things. You need to make another half of a look. Right. And you can zhuzh up the tux however you want. Um, right. Like, I'm assuming, they, obviously, they don't show them. I don't think they show them working on their looks at all. 
So yeah, uh, that whole part is like, what what happened here? Like, yeah, th- it wasn't much of a challenge. It seemed like the only challenge was how they did in the dance. And I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. There's a whole runway here. Come on. And a runway with like potential to be really interesting, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and it was interesting. Mary about it, you know, right. like to have right. someone who's putting on male drag, putting on female drag, doing it at the same time, like, like what that, you know, all, all the, all the things you can go down that rabbit hole of all the, all, all the opportunities that creates. And it, I don't know, like, it kind of makes me think of, like, this is a deep cut, but it kind of makes me think of Drag Race Thailand Season 2 with Emma Stranger Fox when she does that look that, like, starts as, like, full, like, essentially, like, lady boy and then goes down to, like, this little, like, Cub Scout. Right. And, you know, the, like, the little boy underneath, you know, underneath the drag. And I thought, well, that's kind of what's happening here. Like, that's kind of the idea. It's like, oh, cool. You can see, like, the layers of drag. Um but it felt like a very missed opportunity and almost a little tangential, you know? It, it seemed overlooked, uh, the opportunity for that. I will say, uh, and when we talk about the lip sync, I'll, I'll mention it, but uh, I think that the runway look was very interesting in the lip sync for sure because it, it kind mm. of informed uh, how I judged it. Even, um, mm-hmm. but but yeah. So those are kind of my. That's kind of my list of why this episode was just fine. Um, I I really wish that they had shown the mini challenge kind of process, and then again, like the I I don't know how the costuming worked and what the logistics were for that. And as someone who's watching a quote unquote reality drag competition, I do want to know the process. That's the whole yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, if they did like a, a Rue Housewives of, you know, of the workroom of, of uh, you know, Simi Valley, like, and they did it like the Bitchler where it was, where you have a character and you have a motivation, but it's all improv. Like, mm. I think that would be really fun to see more of is uh, those kind of improv challenges, you know, where someone just has to kind of exist as a character and it's not in the format of Snatch Game. You know, they have more right. room, room to play, you know, and yeah. I think... Uh, I don't know. I think that having the housewives as, as a template for that, I mean, yeah, that could be a maxi challenge. No, no, no room for a mini challenge. They have so much content, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that the Bitchler is a great example of like, this could be really successful and work mm-hmm. really, really well. I mean, to the point where it could be its own spinoff series. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like a Peaches um, Christ production. Yeah, I think Latrice and, and Dita Ritz did a little like Real Housewives of something. They did a little bit. Uh, which is just proof that, yeah, like, of course, you know, the, the, the line between, uh, you know, real housewives and drag queens could be removed with a little bit of Botox, you know, <laughs> just a little bit, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of botulism will do ya. <laughs> I will say I laughed out loud when Trixie called Violet Kelly Mantle. <laughs> oh yeah, that was... Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you've seen on Twitter, but it it reminds me of the the viral Project Runway moment that's going on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mary. Mary. Living Living for it. Living Living. for it. And you know what? My favorite moment is when what's her name? What is the the, the judge's name? Carly. Yeah. So Carly Mm -hmm. says 
she's like, this isn't what I asked for. And I love how she says it because you can't tell if she's really talking about the design or her mm. marriage with Jared Kushner, who's involved in political conflict. Oh, no, isn't she married to it? She's married to his brother. Oh, sure. But, you know, yeah, uh, yeah of course. Uh, not she's, Jared, uh, a yeah, Kushner. Yeah. She's a Kushner in law. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, um, uh, yeah. you know, Ivanka is <laughs> married to Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, at that moment, obviously, if you're listening to Right Mary, you've probably stumbled across this, but it was some uh, lovely twink on Project Runway who um, they had to design looks for Carly Kloss, and one of the judges said, yeah, like this, um, I don't think this is what she wants, or this would be, I don't think this I would don't be know right. where. Would- I don't, I don't know, know where, where you she, would wear this. Yeah. I don't know where you would wear this, and then the little twink said, not even to dinner with the Kushners, and... <laughs> And I oop. Do and I have I something oop. on my face? Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was so like, you know what? It's 2020. We don't have time for this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Nina's face when she looked over at Carly, that whole uh, that whole nuance of her like, how are you going to respond? Yeah, well, and like. And they I kept mean, it in. I was oh going to say, and God. they kept it in, which like, they are not stupid. In 2020, yes. that is going to bring me back. To Project right. Runway, for I didn't know sure. it was going on again. I didn't yeah. even know it was happening again. So now I'm I definitely care. tuning in. Yes, now yeah. I care. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. Wow. That's... Oh, what a moment! I'm here and for she, that. She read him for filth after that. Oh, she just she? like went in. Yeah, the clip extends past it, and she's just like, "This is wrong with it. This is wrong with it. I hate this. This isn't right. You didn't do the challenge. This isn't what I asked for." And I'm just wow. like, "Oh God!" Like there was, oof. Oh God, oof. it was so good. It was such a great 2020 moment. <laughs> well, Carly, we didn't ask for a lot either. So if you could get on that family group chat and. Uh... <laughs> Help us out here. Maybe we could even the score a little, you know? Oh, God. I could not believe it. I could not believe it. Uh, uh, a judge on, on Project Runway, I could not believe it. Could not it. believe it. Uh, uh, I mean, guess what, Carly? He did. Guess what, Carly? He did. So what are you going to do about that? What are you doing here, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Um, so <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this makes me I think of I was, I was reading some. Oh, I, I'm I'm gonna screw it up. But there was some list of like it was a BuzzFeed article, but I saw it on my phone. It was like clapbacks or like women on Twitter putting people in their place. And I was like, clack, mm. clack, clack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. I need this. Um, uh, and, and there was something of, there was a, a tweet from Cher saying like, you know, we need to kind of support like, you know, dreamers and immigrants. And if you have the opportunity to like take somebody in, blah, 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 that we should do it. And then somebody commented back. Yeah, sure. Cher, I'll believe it when I see it. And then Cher's response was, well, then keep your eyes open, bitch. <laughs> You know, and all in all in lowercase letters, no cat, no no gram, no um, punctuation. Well, keep your eyes open, bitch. It's just which is which is actually a statement for Cher since she tweets mostly in uppercase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just I I just think that is an energy to go into twenty twenty with. Well, keep your eyes open, bitch. You know, and um, I mean that in the most loving version of bitch, because some people don't like that word, but I am being in total control of herself at this moment. I'm not your bitch, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't call me a bitch, you fucking flamer. <laughs> oh, God. What's that? 
That's real world, Miami. That's right, Melissa and Dan. (laughs) Don't call me a bitch, you fucking flamer. Oh, my God. (laughs) On the stairs. And then he does that like Alyssa Edwards, like, oh. Oh, oh, my God. Dan. Uh, Oh, my God. The the fingers to the clavicle. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. You better touch that Adam's apple. God, real world used to be so good with that so conflict. Good. I'm, I mean, Seattle, real world Seattle was great. Oh, I mean, uh, Seattle. Janet. Seattle. Janet and Irene. Oh, and no, I told Irene. you that. Like, Irene briefly worked for Healthline, which is the company I work for. And at one point, <laughs> right, you told I, me this. <laughs> in our old, like, old office, two offices ago, I my office was the same office she had for a little while. And I found like notes of hers in the drawer or whatever and i was just like holy shit irene really worked here wow <laughs> i don't think she did much but yeah so steven you and i could never get married oh yeah why is that because you're a homosexual oh steven i mean steven irene was just saying what we were all thinking i don't know why you had to throw her teddy bear in in the seattle water sad. in the pier really Ugh. i hate it i was that. so i, I was like that. somebody yeah. get a pool net Get a net. Yeah. Get one of those blue nets. Yeah. And then he hit her. Oh, it was, yeah, it was Then bad. he hit her. Oh, bad. my God. You know, when you look bad. back at I mean, it what now, she said like... was bad. I mean, what she's, I mean, it's kind of shitty that she said that, but like, yeah. You don't, oh. girl, like, you do not slow the car down so you can slap someone in the face. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's not, no. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Great yeah. season. Great, Great season. season. The <laughs> real world. Yeah. Miami. Um, New Orleans, Seattle, New Orleans, Seattle. Hawaii. Uh, oh, I didn't love Hawaii though. That's where I fell out of it. I don't know no, why. Hawaii, I, think... I was 16 when I when I watched Hawaii, and so I was like, of course, like so into it. That that's uh, when like the guy that interviewed them during the casting turned out to be in the house. Oh wow, I don't remember yeah. that. Um, yeah. I just yeah. was like, Ruthie, get your shit together. I don't have time. Ugh. Oh, Ruthie, I loved Ruthie. her. Yeah, no, I oh, <sighs> got the real world. Kaya. Uh, okay, anyway, we're talking yeah. about RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I do have to say about the, the dancing and that challenge, these were long-ass dances, Mary. Like, they yeah. were long. This was a yeah. lot. It this was a lot. lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, though, I mean, I, I'm, th- I'm, I'm trying to think about other dance challenges we've had. I mean, I think about Black the ballet. Swan. But yeah, yeah, that was, I mean, there was some significant work there. This was still probably more. Um, have we had other, like, significant, I mean, there's, like, dancey challenges. I'm trying to think of, like, where there's choreography and performances and top four performances and things like that. But I'm thinking of, like, pure dance challenges. The pure dance challenge that comes to mind is Black Swan. Otherwise, it's always incorporated into, like, a musical or a lip syncing thing. Like I'm thinking of even in season six when they did uh, RuPaul, uh, what was that one where they, where Milk comes out like a cat at the end. The Rusical, yeah. Yeah, the Rusical. Like mm-hmm. there's dances within certain things, like even Trump the Rusical. Mm-hmm. But, but otherwise there's no strictly, they're not lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. There's no strictly dancing, which I guess is a. Isn't that what they call that in the UK? Strictly, yes. Or strictly. All right, or maybe that's in Australia. Oh, I'm on strictly. Uh, is that what Michelle was on? Is that yes, the full she was on strictly ballroom. Yeah, yeah. She's on strictly ballroom. Um, I think that's what it's called. Strictly ballroom. Yeah. Strictly dancing. Yeah, something like that. You know, I was thinking about that. I didn't really watch it, but I I know she she didn't obviously go to the end, but I feel like Michelle 
I love that she was like, listen, this voguing thing is going to be a risk, but this is my mm. opportunity to teach some people about voguing. Let's just do the damn thing. And yeah. I don't know if that's the full narrative, but that's the narrative that's been told. And I just feel like, all right, Michelle, if anyone needs receipts on Miss, Vis- Miss Visage, you know? Kata, Kata, Kata. Come on. Yeah, Kata, Kata, Kata. Kara, Kara. Kara. Kara, Kara, your ass is mint. <laughs> your ass is mint. <laughs> and we need to talk about that Lich. pasta guy on Oh, the pasta Twitter, guy. <gasps> who I guess is like also being canceled because he made some like racist impersonations as well. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about him. I just saw it and I was like, oh, Colin's going to love him. He's yeah. just going to love him. Yeah. And obviously it's a, it, he's, it's, he does a bunch of different characters, but... Um, I loved it. Yeah, the, the the Jersey pasta douche is just mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> God bless him. God yeah. bless him. Yeah, fettuccine. You know, gotta leave yeah. it in the pot. Leave it in the yeah, pot. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Add a little pasta water. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, in in terms of the looks as they came down the runway, um, first of all, I have to say because we should dedicate a separate segment for Alyssa Milano cookies, but um, oh. the the half and half runway. My only real note is that Trixie, her boy side, quote unquote, kind of looked like a lesbian. Which I loved. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Tig Notaro. <laughs> a little bit of that. Yeah. Oh, Mary, are you watching Under a Rock with Tig Notaro? No. Are you watching any of the... Oh, my God. They're little short things on YouTube. And basically, Tig Notaro knows nothing about pop culture. And mm-hmm. so she invites these, or people, invite these guests on for her to interview and guess who they are, like by asking them questions, and they give them they give Tig hints, and it's it's hilarious. Tig Tig Notaro is someone that I want to be when I grow up. Like I love oh, Tig yeah. Notaro so much, yeah. but um, the the funniest one because he is so recognizable to me is James Vanderbeek. Mm. She has no idea who he is. It is wow. so it is so funny. It is wow. so funny. I highly recommend Under a Rock with Tignataro. Anything that Tignataro does, even her, uh, yeah, her her little series on Amazon is great. But uh, this is it, it's something I look forward to. I don't know if she's making any more now, but I it, it got me through November and December for sure. All right, yeah, no, I think she's great. I think she's so funny. Um, it's kind of one of those people where it's like, okay, well, obviously it's going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have any doubts. You know. Yeah. Um, oh, I love her. I love her. I've seen, I watched an interview between her and Ellen, which was mm. hilarious because, you know, they're both lesbian comedians. And Oh, that's true. Uh, oh, that'd yeah. be fun. I could watch yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've been noticing there's, I think, is it Vanity Fair or something? They've got a couple great series on YouTube. One is like, uh, Variety might be the actors on, it's like two actors talking about acting. One of them was like mm. Tom Hanks and Viola Davis. I was like, I can't wait to like... <laughs> I, I need to save this for when I need it, you know, because right, uh, right, this is a right. this is a bomb, you know, B-A-L-M bomb, a bomb uh, for yeah. a bad day, you know. Um, yeah. But they also will have these like retrospectives of like Kathy Bates talking about her career. Oh, I know. oh yes, 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 oh. yes. Those are so good. They did the RuPaul thing where they zoom in on RuPaul yeah, and ask her more I haven't questions. watched that one yet. Yeah. Oh, watch that one, too. The Vanity yeah. Fair is doing some good content on YouTube for sure. 
and you're getting like 25 minutes with a woman yep. being real. And I just, right. Jessica Lang did it. She was great. But Kathy Bates was like surprisingly honest and like, you get that vibe from people. You're like, I think this is literally who you are. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Uh, Kathy Bates. Mary, I'm still I'm still rooting for a Matreon episode on Misery. So just I, I putting would, that out there. I would compromise. Or Dolores Claiborne. Dolores Claiborne. Yeah. Yeah, I would okay, do a Dolores okay. Claiborne. Right. More yeah. women. More women. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More women. Judy Parfit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Judy. Oh, God. I quote her. Weekly. Yeah, oh. you don't even know that you're such a Judy stan. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even know. All right, Judy. <laughs> All right, Judy. Oh, right. Like I'd really shop at Judy. <laughs> Judy's. <laughs> like I'd really quote Judy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, which, did you see Judy, the movie Judy? Yes, we talked about this. Did you we? hadn't seen it yet. You hadn't seen. Oh it yet. well, I've yeah. since seen. You were gonna um, watch it with your friends, I think. Yes. Yes. So. <clears throat> tangent because this episode's fine and it's it's the off season uh (laughs) like i don't think anyone's desperate for a detailed recap of season seven you know like queens y'all know what happened this is just an excuse (laughs) to get on the horn and talk some talk so honk honk you know um well keep your eyes open bitch and so (laughs) but um i i watched uh judy with uh india re and my friend phil and Ugh, love them <laughs> we got about an hour in and hated it <gasps> hated it hated it couldn't tolerate another minute of it and turn really? it off really could not stand it could not stand it like from soup to nuts couldn't stand it oh and wow then it, was very on... depressing. it was very it depressing it was i I mean, here's the thing. Like, I understand. I'm not saying it has to be this like pitch perfect like impersonation of Judy Garland. I'm open for interpretation, but the problem was like the choice that she made. I was like, well, I would have rather you did something more specific because this, it's so not any. It's so. I think what it is is like you don't have to be just like Judy Garland, but you still have to encapsulate like the thing that she had where you can't look away and mm. i was able to look away um okay all right because then i we, mean uh, i go yeah ahead. i was gonna say we, we watched like judy garland's last movie i could go on singing after that just to kind of like do a point of comparison and she's great she's great like even at the end of her career you're still it's still there's still like fucking magic there, and I Got just wasn't it. getting that, you know. Got it. Yeah, I mean the pathos I think was what they were leaning into. For me, Renee Renee Zellweger's performance was completely upstaged by the pathos of Judy's life in those months, and so that's kind of where I was when I watched the movie. I wasn't noticing what Renee Zellweger was doing as an actor. I was noticing, oh my god, this is fucking awful. This is so sad. Yeah, it was sad. I guess it's like the structure of the story. Like the flashbacks kind of felt like a flashback in an action movie, like a flashback in a Fast and the Furious movie to tell us Vin Diesel's childhood story. You know, like it felt like these very, it just felt like very broad strokes. And I think what people have said about this movie is like some people have had kind of opposite to what you were saying where like they weren't really paying attention to the movie. It was really a vehicle for Renee Zellweger. Oh, um, okay. And then, but I mean, other people I think loved it across the board. I just on both counts, I was like, fuck, this is, and she's going to win the Oscar, but I just don't uh, think. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, oh, you don't think so? You don't think she's a show in? 
No, I think she'll be nominated, but uh, there's. I don't think they're going to give it to her for this. No. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know who else they give it to. I mean, I feel like I mean, this think, year. Think about think about the business uh, of the Oscars, and it's like I don't know if that campaign is going to be as big as some other star or some other, you know, reason. For another she's, movie. She's won a bunch of awards already. I kind of feel like if she gets the Golden Globe, then we're like, okay, like then then she's getting enough attention. Because mm. I also think people love the story of Renee's comeback, you know, and Renee like, you know, coming oh, back from okay. obscurity and like I, I think they're it's kind of like when Julia Roberts won for Aaron Brockovich. It's like, yeah, Ellen Burstyn should have won for Requiem for a Dream. Like that's you know, right, like, technically right. the better performance. Obviously, I love Erin Brockovich. But I like, do. <laughs> a big part of the reason she won was also the story of Julia Roberts at her career best. Mm, okay. I mean, she was great. I, she I, was. I, yeah, yeah, but you're right, Ellen Bernstein. Um, in terms of Oscar buzz, I mean, the only ones I can think of right now, I haven't seen Marriage Story. I was told not to see it. Oh, um, I did because see it's, it. It's depressing. Um, but, you know, she could win. Um, and I then I didn't. I, 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 I just I found I thought she was really annoying in Marriage Story. I found Marriage Story to be kind of frustrating and tedious. I yeah. I love Laura Dern, and I don't think this is the performance she should win an Oscar for. Um, what about Bombshell or Little Women? Um, well, Little Women. Okay, so Little Women. Yes, I think there is a lot. I think that. Saoirse Ronan is incredible. I just think, like, I just think she's. I was thinking sure, about this sure, watching. Sure, 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 Ronan. I just think we are watching that movie. It was like we're, you know, in a, in a sort of global way, dark times from a like arts, movies, actors, performers standpoint. Like the fact that we're in the age of watching watching Saoirse Ronan's career. Like mm. she is, she is the next Meryl Streep. She is, oh, wow. she is the next Kate Blanchett. She's, she is. You it. heard it here. You, you heard it here, here first, right? folks. But who's also incredible is Florence Pugh, who is in. Midsummer. Oh yes, of course. I she's mean, excellent. She's she excellent. Is, I, I need to see uh, Little Women. I need to see it. It's so good. Laura Dern's incredible. Um, oh, Emma Watson is fine her the, her role is kind of like if you were to compare little women to sex in the city she's kind of the charlotte you know oh okay um jane howdy shell you know uh, what you call me I, I like to pronounce it jane hootie shell because that's more fun <laughs> um, howdy. did you see okay first of all i have to have a huge plug for the farewell with aquafina oh, i really want to see that mary yeah. i i it doesn't end how you think it's going to end. And I cried so hard at the end. And I wasn't able to really process it until like a couple days later. Why mm. I was crying. It was so good. Aquafina yeah. was fucking phenomenal in it. Um, and then the other one that I think could beat Renee Zellweger is Cynthia Revo and Harriet. Oh, I mean, I have not heard much about that or about her in it. But obviously she's great. So stands yeah. to reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think for like the best supporting actress, I did you see Hustlers with J Lo? Of course, Jennifer Lopez was phenomenal. Phenomenal. That that phenomenal. Me, it's almost like an Aaron Brockovich. It's J Lo's career best. It's the best thing I've ever seen her do. I just right. I like so good, so lived in, so oh, I thought she was phenomenal. It was um, so oh god, it was it was. Uh, Unexpected too, but yeah. the one that I want for uh, best supporting is Kathy Bates in Rich, uh, in Richard Jewell. I want. Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, so she's great in it. Yes. 
Okay, all right. I that's the one I'm I want to see because especially after that Vanity Fair thing, I was like, okay, Kathy. Check I, in I think, with Kathy. Yep. I think at first I was like, oh, whatever. It's just another Kathy Bates, you know, uh, nod because she did something. But it's like, no, <laughs> Kathy Bates is incredible. Yeah. No, she is um, incredible in it. Um, so, yeah, it's either J-Lo or Kathy Bates. You know, it might be mm. Jennifer Lopez's ear. It would be weird if they gave it to Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Oh, which makes me think Best Actress could be Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Oh, she, she does oh. like a total transformation. Oh, well, into, she always does. Yeah. yeah. She always does. Ugh. I saw a clip from Monster recently, and I just, like, I I saw the movie, but I I just can't believe. She's incredible. She is incredible. She's, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that is is an actor. That is, ugh. I love anything she's in. In, like, Young Adult and... um, Oh, sure. uh, Tully, I think it was called. I didn't Um, see it, yeah. Oh, that one, it's it's good. It's a little depressing, but uh, it's great. Yeah, she's, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, are... if if we're having a, a, a little tangent on Oscars, Mary's, uh, hopefully you can bear with us. But I just want to just put this out there right now. I want Parasite to win for everything it's nominated for. Yeah, I want it best uh... picture, best director, best screenplay. It mm-hmm. is so that movie is the best thing I've seen in probably five years. Oh, my God. Parasite. Yeah. Parasite was incredible. I would say like. Honestly, the the last few movies I've seen in the theater is Parasite, Knives Out, and Little Women. Uh, I'm so impressed. Like, yeah. just great filmmaking. Like, just great, great shit. So, yeah, uh, Knives Out three, was great. Yeah, yeah, three very different movies, you know. Um, right. Little Women obviously isn't original, but the way she does it is really original. Um, Parasite's like nothing I've seen before. It just... I, I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, God. it's It's like a cross between... Hitchcock movies and uh, Rosemary's Baby. It's just, it's so well done. Yeah. So well done. And then has just like this, yeah, this sort of like social commentary and Uh, and like just the whole thing. Yeah. That just feels even bigger. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mm. Yeah. Knives Out, I think, is just, I can't believe that Knives Out is original. It feels so like rich and textured that I can't believe it's not based on something else. You know? Well, I feel like it was loosely based on Clue, wasn't it? Um, I think it, I think it probably is a cousin of Clue, but I don't. I think it's more inspired by Agatha Christie. Oh, uh, sure, sure. And yeah. so I think like both of them are kind of you know Clue and Knives Out. But and, it's, I um, think Sherlock Holmes too, no? Because they, yeah. they like explain it all at the end. I will say Daniel Craig's accent was so bad that I thought he was going to reveal that he wasn't. Uh, yeah, at the end, it was it was so bad, <laughs> so bad. But I guess on purpose. Um, <laughs> And I, I just am in so. love with Anna de Armas. I think she is. Like, she's the maid or the, the, yeah, the nurse? The She's the main girl. Uh, yeah, I'm she was Blanking on her name. She was just so good. Mm. Ugh, so good. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Any movie Jamie Lee Curtis is in, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think yeah, at some point she's, she gets some line where she gets to call her a bitch. She's like, you little bitch. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All right, Jamie. Oh, and, and, and who stole every scene? Of course, Tony Collette playing that oh. character. I love that character. And by love, I mean hate to love that character. My God. Yeah, I know. The, I, I, I love that character. I also would have loved to see Jason Green play that character. <laughs> Yeah, they would have killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh... I mean, and obviously we're not talking about any of the the dude-centric movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or 
1917. <laughs> I, I mean, I I'm sure 1917 care. is incredible. It's just not my genre. They know? just don't speak to me. I watched yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because my friend Peter said it was, you know, immaculate. And I watched it, and it took me like three days to finish it. I just was like, what? And then I forgot. It's a Quentin Tarantino film. So, of course, it was incredibly violent at the end. Yeah. And I was like, okay, 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 done, done. Yeah, I I heard the ending's a whole thing, and I'm sure it's all Charles Manson related and I'm sure it's a big spoiler so yeah I don't want to I'm not going to say anything but like it's yeah it sure you know a great fantasy and whatever but uh yeah I'm not I'm just I don't know when Leonardo DiCaprio is on the screen and Mary's I know many of you will kill me but when he's on the screen I'm kind of like I just don't care yeah, I've never been really intrigued by him, and I know other people are like so excited by him and his career now, and everything with like, the Revenant and Revolutionary Road and and Wolf of Wall Street and like uh, the Departed, like all like the the big like prestige movies he's been doing. I just don't get excited by him. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm there's no question he's a great actor and and you know mildly attractive. I'm not attracted to him, and I don't. I'm not attracted to him. Like, I, I just, I'm not, I don't care. He's, he yeah. disappears when he's on screen for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I, uh, Brad Pitt has gotten a lot of Oscar buzz, but I, to me, I'm like, oh, is, really? Is he good, though? Is he nuanced, you know? Uh, again, that movie just kind of, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't I, there weren't enough women in it, Mary. Yeah, so. right, yeah, because Margot <laughs> Robbie's in it. She has, like, seven lines, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh, sorry, um, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Well, as we're recording, it's gonna the Golden Globes are happening tonight. So oh, yeah. So I guess we'll find out. You know what? Uh, I've 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 resigned myself to not watching any award shows and then just tuning in to Squirrel Friends to tell me everything about it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Watching it is such a slog. Just let someone yeah. else tell you the highlights. Yeah, uh, and they're so good at it. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, Nick and I will be doing a Golden Globes recap episode this week on oh. Best Supporting Podcast. I know oh. I'm no Amanda Kaczynski, but no, who you're is? not. Yeah, uh, but you know. Uh, all right, Mary. Well, that's good to know. Good plug. Good plug. Yeah. yeah um. Let's let's move back to uh, season. <laughs> Season seven. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> with no fame. Um, yeah, no fame. Uh, I guess the only thing left to talk about is uh, Alyssa Milano cookies and yeah. the lip sync. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alyssa, I, you know, I don't know what she was wearing, but it was fabulous. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, she's, she's doing that maternity thing right. Yeah, she looked like, uh, she looked like a, I don't know. She looked like a popple, Mary. You yeah, know? <laughs> like a fancy wedding tent. Yeah. She, uh, she. I mean, just, I think because she was so pregnant, the way she sat there was so just like, you know, sitting there like the grand dame because she had to sit back because of her belly. Mm. So it was just like, dear God, you're gorgeous. Like, it was just like, there's just this kind of like, <laughs> she just, every everything was like chin down, eyes up. Um <laughs> I, I did love when both she and Rachel, you know, Matreon alum, Rachel, um, let's say Rachel Dratch, but Rachel. Rachel Harris. Harris. Uh, when she and Rachel Harris were kind of being gingers, um, sort of like fairy godmothers and like mm. talk, like Alyssa was saying like, oh, like I didn't see, I didn't see any 
of insecurity on you. And then Rachel says, I agree. And I was like, oh, the two of you just giving mm-hmm. Ginger what she needs. This yeah. is women supporting women. This yes. is what I want to see in 2020. Yes, that's it. That's it, sis. And, you know, speaking of Alyssa Milano cookies and women who clap back on Twitter, she is also high on the list of great clapbacks because she has a mm. lot of haters because she she's also very political. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I love her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, she, you know, it's so funny. Like, people look at someone like that and they're like, well, you were on Who's the Boss when you were a teenager, so what do you know? And it's like, well, like, you were on cough syrup and Doritos when you were a teenager. What do you know? That's a great line, Mary. Thank great you. clapback. Great clapback. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just a woman on Twitter, you know. Uh, but Retweet. yeah, it, <laughs> and uh, she's just, uh, I think, an overlooked guest is what I think about Alyssa Milano Cookies. I, I just, forgot. Yeah, I enjoyed her. Yeah. Like, has she been on more than once? I kind of I don't think like, so. I'm probably just thinking of Project Runway because she hosted that. Right, um, right. But yeah. I like Alyssa Milano. I'm, I'm happy to see her in the, you know, wherever she wants to show up. I'd Whenever see a child on... actor can, like, have a uh-huh. career as an adult, I'm like, good on you. Good on yeah. you, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Good on you, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, like, I'd like to see Alyssa Milano on Celebrity Drag Race. Oh, 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 to be remade. Yeah, to be one of the contestants. I, mm. I read the... So Celebrity Drag Race is going to be a limited... It's going to be, like, four episodes. That's right. Three, three celebrities will be on each episode, and then there'll be okay. a bunch of, you know drag race queens will be on there helping them um so i guess it'll probably be like drag you essentially but like a limited yeah. series yeah with celebrities and no trans people yeah yeah um <laughs> uh, yeah i mean I, I i guess i you know maybe they could bring on some trans celebrities and uh you know mix it up yeah there's maybe right i mean uh they could get uh laverne cox they could get uh both the ladies from pose they could get i mean listen you know Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin, are you listening? Malibu, baby. <laughs> and then it turns out that it's just Trinity. <laughs> yeah, then it's just Trinity. Yeah. Oh, I wish. Oh, I love it. Um, so the lip sync, Mary. Uh, this is a great lip sync song. I think we messed up once and we put it as one of we our did. last chance lip syncs. We yeah, did. but we you know, did. it it bears repeating. Um, it's a great song. Yeah, I have to say, for me, watching this lip sync, it was all about whether they could lip sync through their boy side so that we didn't notice it. Yeah, because the boy it, side is less defined and you see less of the details. Yeah, there's less fantasy, mm-hmm. and so when I just think ginger. She was able to just emulate and push through so much that I didn't even notice the boy side. Yeah. I think that – so now two things. One, Ginger – and I have no, I love it, but I've noticed this in her lip sync – is Ginger has this – and I've seen a lot – you know, other drag queens do this, but she does this thing too where it's kind of like – she puts both arms out and then yep. it's kind of, and then yep. kind of like leans out and like just does yep. this like thing. And the – Oh, I hope you noticed this, but there's a point where she does that and then they cut to Rue kind of like leaning in, almost doing like the mouth that she did with Trinity <laughs> for Vibology. Yes. There is a there is a, comp- a competitor for the mouth of Rue just kind of being like, uh-huh, like just kind of leaning in and feeling what Ginger is giving her. And well, it's great. I feel like Ginger is one of the original big girls that does that like 
hefty shake. You know what yes. I'm talking about? That like oh, where she puts <clears throat> her whole big beautiful body into the song. Uh, yes. Uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah, and I, she totally just embodied this song from start to finish. She even expertly was able to up the drama as the song went on, ending mm-hmm. with the drag across the floor, which is a great oh, gif that came out of gift. this season. Oh my it God, looks, this season like is ripe possession. with gifs. Yes, it yeah. was so good. It was yeah. so fucking funny. And, you know, not to knock Trixie, I think Trixie did her best. She, she had a lot of dance movements, but... You know the expression dancing too fast. I just feel mm-hmm. like Trixie, it was too frenetic. It was too, she was trying too hard. Whereas Ginger had this confidence that was like, I have this. Yeah, I felt like Trixie was kind of doing the lip sync in quotes. Like mm. very early on, she did kind of like the, she did the yawn during the run. Right. And I thought, oh, like save that. Like, like believe it first and then subvert it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, there were there there was kind of, um, I mean, I'm I'm no dancer. I you know I'm not uh, rhythm is not, a dancer. Yeah, I am not the best dancer at Saint Bernadette's, but I uh, <laughs> with for the sure, worst reputation with the worst, but yeah, with a decent <laughs> reputation. But I um, I think that there was some of her body language was a little weird. Like she kind of had her leg out, kind of like a lawn chair that was reclined mm. a little far back, and was just kind of. <laughs> Standing there directing traffic. You yeah, know? I saw that. I saw um, that. Yeah, and yeah. and I think that was, yeah, Trixie. You know, I, I say all of this in the lens of look how far the bitch has come. And oh, like, I know. I the know. fact that she like won All Stars three and killed that lip sync and like this is all of like wow, wow, like yeah, wow presents plus. Wow right? presents like, plus. Trixie yeah. presents plus because. Yes. She evolves so much from this. It's, I know. Uh, it's really interesting and I think also worthy of like mention because she's, a, again, probably one of the most successful queens from this series and like famously went home twice and won no challenges in her first right. season. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And bomb snatch game. Bomb snatch game. Then when she came back, like she has misstepped. She's quote unquote lost more than she's won in terms of the lens of drag race. <laughs> But, like, the bitch pulled it out in the end. She Killed put on it. a yellow she coat, and she ripped her hair out. And I said, yes, crown her. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely crown right. Her. Um, crown her. Drag her. Crown her. Drag her. <laughs> crown her. Oh, yeah. I, I I enjoyed Trixie. I like Trixie, I like uh, in, Trixie. This, in this season, um, mostly because it's, you know, baby's first drag almost not that it was but it was you saw this anxiety and you also saw a a really great example of amazing queens not doing well on drag race Mm mm-hmm yeah I mean I think it's uh it it, when people don't do well it can be really interesting um if there's like I don't know uh like I think this season's been hard because there's been a lot of queens not doing well because it's like the John Waters challenge and Mm -hmm. Pearl and Miss Fame are just this is not their gig Right. Uh, whereas, yeah, here it was. I mean, I th- I I really enjoyed seeing what it takes to do well in this challenge, and that it wasn't like what's been consistent with Trixie coming back is that in the John Waters challenge, it wasn't about singing well, and in the Prancing Queens challenge, it isn't about dancing well. It's about like all the other like stuff you bring to the performance you know sure and sure. so i think it really brings up the question of what does it mean to do well and it's not necessarily dancing 
the choreography perfectly, it's kind of like what they're saying. It's more of what Pearl did, you know, of like, okay, you can't twerk, but I see who you are in this scene. I see the character you're being, you know? It was the story. I mean, I can't shake what I heard RuPaul say on her podcast when she was kind of deliberating with Michelle about the do I have something on my face moment? Because RuPaul was like, yeah, I'd put on my producer hat and be like, fans are going to love this young, attractive queen. So I couldn't kick her off. And I'm like, that's kind of the story. I don't think I didn't realize that Ru and Michelle talked about that on a podcast. Yes. Do you remember which episode? No. No. Oh, all right. <laughs> Great. Well, I've listened to a lot of the re- – is it recent? That's obviously recent. No, it's not oh, it's recent, not. Mary. Okay. No. All right. Well, Mary's, if you're listening um, and you know, if you could uh, you know, help a sissy out, I'd be thrilled. It was fascinating for her to be like – I. She it, like, one of the quotes was – and again, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but she was like – you know, I was ready to just, like, kick that bitch out. Well, you can fucking get out of here. Oh, no, I do remember this. I remember her saying, you can pack your fucking bags and right, leave. Yeah, yeah you can knew, pack your fucking bags and leave, yeah. Yeah, but she <laughs> knew that everyone was going to love this young twing. That's right. Oh, I remember this. This is an older episode. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah? Yes. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. Um, I mean, you know, I like, I saw an, a, a clip from an interview recently where Rue was saying about Drag Race, like, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that show till the wheels fall off that thing. Like, right. I really think that she, and it's totally valid, like, at this point, Drag Race is, like, what is this thing that she's created? And it's like what she said to Randy Rainbow in that episode of, like, this is what people love you for, so you got to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But, like... Hopefully AJ and the Queen is incredible because I think if like if she really turns it out, like it'd be great to see RuPaul Charles get recognized as an actor, you know? Yeah. Um and like yeah. kind of move into that sphere. I kind of feel like, yeah, great. That to me is way more interesting than another season of Drag Race. Well, sure, absolutely. I mean, at this point, the series is this machine that is running RuPaul. Yeah, I don't it's think it's machine. the other way around anymore. Yeah, you know, and yes. and and she has no control, and she's kind of like, well, I can't leave, you know, yeah. and yeah. she's got to keep doing it, and that's yeah, and it's, and it's because a, the, a lot of money, and uh, yeah, you know, the show fuels DragCon, it fuels tours, it fuels merch, right. it fuels yeah. a whole economy. Um, yeah, yeah, probably all kinds of like I don't know syndication rights or distribution or you know whatever you know he gets from producing or getting a producing credit for all of like Drag Race Canada and mm-hmm. um, UK. I mean, it's it's interesting when people talk about like Drag Race fatigue and we've talked about it too and I get it. And it's just kind of this new thing where we're not used to having so much queer content. Um, but I mean, like stepping away from that very myopic point of view, RuPaul is doing it right. Like the window is open. And he has completely uh, cashed in on that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, oh yeah, because not only is the window open for drag, now he's on AJ and the Queen. And right. well, you know, his talk show didn't take off. Uh, he had the opportunity to do it. You know, so right. Um, I don't know. Right. I I uh, I think we've I, I've certainly had salty words on Rue, but I really am impressed with his career and what he's done. I mean, when you look at the entire career, it's fucking amazing. And then not for nothing, but this platform gave birth, or not gave birth, but helped launch Trixie, Shangela, Monet Exchange, 
Violet Tchotchke, Bob the Drag Queen, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like Michelle all Visage, of these. Michelle Ross Visage. Matthews. Yes. Know, like, people who got a huge bump in their careers who I'm happy to see more of. Yeah. Like, look at all the all the ships that this rising tide brought up. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's also a reason why. Because of all that, we see, and you know, most of the flack from the fandom is like, well, you need to diversify your cast a little bit more in the sense of like drag kings and different types of drag mm-hmm. and trans trans artists and things like that. And because they also deserve the same kind of bump, and I hate to say the word deserve, but it's like it's why not? Why not open that door for everybody? Um, yeah. If drag is a, 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 just a much larger world than just men in dresses, you know? So uh, yeah. It, and if that was, yeah. gonna say, if, if that was the original conceit that Rue had for the show, it's like, well, that's getting old anyway. Right. 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 Like that's open all. It and, and, and it's outdated in 2020 in terms of content on television. It's wildly outdated. Yeah. And I don't even know how much RuPaul has a say in that. That might be the machine now. Yeah. Being oh, like, yeah, yeah, we don't know how to do drag kings on here yet, you know? There's a lot of producers. There's a lot of people. Like, RuPaul is not just, like, figuring out the architecture himself. <laughs> right. Um, and saying, like, oh, no, definitely no trans people. <laughs> I know. Gross. I don't think that's happening. No. I don't. No. Uh, I just think that that's – it's just not true. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, I think, you know, to take us back to the lip sync, I think that um, Ginger very clearly won. And uh, it's interesting here, Trixie say, either in Untucked or the end of the main stage episode, like, if they ask me back again, I'm just going to stay home and play video games. Like, <laughs> it's just, it is such a sad end for Trixie that's a real, that's a no now that she won All Stars 3. She started her own makeup line. She has, you know, uh, best selling albums. She, documentary. Documentary. She was on All Right Mary. I mean, that Yeah, she was on All Right peak, Mary. I know. Peak of her career, obviously. Big deal. Big, Big deal. deal. It's what, it what launched her, you know? It, it, oh, oh, <laughs> definitely. I think you look at the trajectory and you just see, like, oh, yeah, she was on All Right Mary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Helped a lot of lives. Saved a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so, Mary, uh, I have a very clear BSA for this episode. I didn't know if you had any thoughts. I don't think we have the same one. Um, I Do I have a BSA for this episode? I think that I, I do. Yes, I do have my BSA moment. Uh-huh. Um. Do you want to go first? Sure. Because uh, I'll probably agree with you because you'll have a more serious take on it. But oh, my well. BSA my BSA is Katya's leg. <laughs> uh, the one at the end? The one the, the entire episode. She has the one in the dance. She has it in the workroom when she's just like, I think it's like during act one. She just has her leg up on the table. In that ugly yellow dress. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Her leg think- is throughout, even outside. Like, her leg is on the banister. She is, The leg is everywhere, and I think it deserves an award. The, the recognition. Yeah, yeah, the recognition <laughs> of the leg. Well, the leg is very much featured in that look where she has the green dress on, where she, like, swings her leg out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the shark look with the, the shark, shark look. Yeah. yeah, her leg. Her BSA. Her leg. Katya's yeah, Katya's leg. leg. She is. Uh, she loves her leg. You know, <laughs> Hollow Eve would be proud. She's gonna love her leg. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, I think my BSA of the week is going to be Pearl. And in particular, Mm. when she says the thing about, I guess, Trixie or Violet, like naming her or whatever, she says something in the beginning of like, um, uh, oh, it was fame. Sure. Fame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fame. Like, I'll forgive her, but I'll never forget. And then she kind of like (laughs) laughs at it. And it's like she knows that they want her to do that. But she's like in on the joke. And I just think that that is so emblematic of what I'm picking up from Pearl of like Mm. she's. It's not that she's too cool for it. She's just maybe a little smarter than it at times, you know? Yeah, and it's not that Pearl is doing terribly. Again, I want to make that clear. Like, there are many times where I'm like, Pearl is fucking killing this. But uh, even when she has that conversation with RuPaul in the workroom before the, the dance challenge, RuPaul's like, so Pearl, are you a dancer? And RuPaul's like, or Pearl is like, Yes. Are you good with choreography? I, yes. Like, says, like, Are you yes. Good? Yeah. Pearl knows that, she knows. that they're creating a, a moment of her being like, well, you better turn it out. You better right. good luck with that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I love that. I love seeing somebody kind of break the game a little bit, you know? Mm, break the game. Uh, who broke the game besides Pearl? Uh, who broke? Oh, Ben Delacreme. Ben Delacreme broke the game. Ben broke um, the game. Um, uh, you know, who, you know a good little example of this is um, in season five when they do the crying mini challenge and detox is like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. This is getting mm, too real for me. I'd like this right. isn't fake. Like, I thought that was a cool moment of like, sorry, can we just stop doing this for a minute? This is real. Yeah. I thought I love yeah. that. Um, you could say Adore Delano broke the game when she left in a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She broke the game then. Um, I, I feel like, and I'm probably not remembering the examples, but I kind of feel like Evie Oddly in some of her commentary of like when she said like, we're filming a TV show. We're here to have confrontations on mm-hmm. camera. Like I think some of that at the reunion was really interesting. The Vixen broke the game. Oh, the Vixen definitely broke the game in a, in uh-huh. a really powerful way. Yep. Um, you could say that Charlie Hyde's almost broke the game when he refused to lip sync. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bit of a, a, a break the game. I think, um, yeah. Oh God, that's that's interesting. The queens who who broke the game. Willem mm. kind of broke the game by getting disqualified oh, it, with it with the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and all the tea. Oh, breaking God. the game every uh, week. <laughs> I I have not been listening. I feel like I should, but I have not been listening to their season four recap. Is it good? I have not been listening. No. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Queens who broke the game. Uh, there you go. Um, I'm season sure there's Season nine. Were there any in season nine that broke the game? Oh, I would also say Magnolia Crawford kind of broke the game. She was like, I'm just here for publicity. I don't care. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Magnolia Crawford. Magnolia. Uh, season God, nine. Yeah. Season nine was that. That wasn't Charlie Hyde's. No. Uh, no, it was. That was it Charlie was. Hyde. Oh, that was Charlie Hyde's. Was it? Season? Yeah. No, 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 no. Alexis Michelle was on the same season as Charlie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. remembering now. Because uh, I'm remembering Aja and I remember her like impersonating oh. Charlie being like that. She's like, Charlie's like that person saying like, get off my lawn, doing the pointing. Mary, Mary I have the one who broke the game. Uh-huh. Valentina. Valentina broke the game. Uh, she broke she the game. She broke it. Yeah. She broke it. They didn't even know what to do. Yeah. Ugh. Um, oh, I had read, I don't know if this is initially breaking the game, but it's a little bit of like strategy was, uh, Peppermint did a, um, Hey Queen with Johnny McGovern. And she said that she and Trinity for the finale of season nine, they 
came up with the pact. They, she said, we knew that they wanted the final lip sync to be Shay versus Sasha because that was the story all season. So she said, wow. one, we, we made an agreement to pick each other because that would guarantee that one of us would get to the final lip sync and they wouldn't <gasps> have that storyline. Because oh, she, they knew wow. that they wouldn't, they would just get shuffled off because they weren't the focus. So they said the only way to break that is to ensure that is we we if you go if you get it you pick me if I get it I pick <gasps> you. Oh that, my god! Because the ultimate showdown was supposed to be Shay versus Sasha from in their minds, and I think that's brilliant. Wow! All right, yeah. they all right. That's that's some tea. That's breaking the game. That's right? breaking the game, girl. Yeah, uh, um, I guess Sasha winning was also in a way breaking the game because I mean, Shay was supposed to win. Uh, yeah, they did not see those rose petals broke the no. game. Uh, and that wasn't even the last lip sync she did that night. You know, that no, was the first one of the night. Oh uh, my god. Uh, Oh. Those lip syncs. <laughs> Those lip syncs are so good. Uh. Uh, so good. Oh, I love that. We could even have a whole mini episode where we go through the top 10 game breakers, you the know, game breakers. Yeah. The game breakers. Yeah. yeah or the, the race, the race stoppers or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I have one. The original Tammy Brown wouldn't lip sync. Remember when? she just, she, when she had to lip sync. In season oh, yes. One, Yes, yes. Yeah. And she doesn't see children walking, you know, you no. walking children in nature. Yeah, I don't see you oh walking children in, in, in nature. That's right. In no, makeup. she was yeah. the first. She was the first. She didn't, yeah. she didn't even do the words. That's no. right. No, she's like, I knew that, like, if I was in the bottom, I'm not going to lip sync and I'll just boop around. And that's what she did. I mean, you know, in some <laughs> ways, Mimi, I'm first. You know, she 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 just broke down. She just she broke the, down. Bowl in a china shop through the game. But you know, you know, an honorable mention would be, and this doesn't count. But um, Nicole Page Brooks, when they ask her, "Who would you send home?" She's like, "Send them all home." It's oh, kind God. of like a oh. like a mini game breaker, you know? Right. <laughs> well, it's like, well, no, Nicole, that's not how the game works. We we. <laughs> This isn't like golf. It's not like the lowest score wins. Um, well, season three, that also reminds me of Yara Sophia and her final lip sync. She just breaks down. She's like, I just couldn't do it. I just, mm. this was stupid. I just couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, but I also feel like that type of moment is, it's it's not them actively breaking. It just happens that they captured that drama. So in a way that helps the game. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's, it's not, not defiant. It's, it's not, not defiant. Creme, but yeah, it's also it's like defiant. it it kind of shows a breakdown. Like what what it should have happened was a full lip sync. You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that didn't happen because she was like, "Fuck it, I just I can't do this anymore." And I think that's it's a ver- it's a version of it where you get pushed to the breaking point versus your like rise up Katniss Everdeen moment of like I'm going home. Right, rise up, Katniss Everdeen. Yes, uh, what is it? Uh, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. Um, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> happy Hunger one, Games, bitches. Yes, go ahead. One more game breaker is RuPaul herself because she queened. She crowned two queens in All Stars Four. Mm, I thought you were going to talk about the face, the face Keeney moment, but uh, yes, oh. she, she, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, that's right. Yeah, she's yeah. like, no, fuck this game. I'm going to crown both of them. Yeah. I want both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. didn't even we didn't even film it and we're still going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to shoehorn this in. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. You know, they, they, they called her into the studio and they're like, we need you to do a voiceover as if mm-hmm. you crowned both of them, Rue. And she's like, well, OK. <laughs> All right. 
I love music, love colors, love to dance. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know who else broke the game that I don't want on the list, but sh- we should talk about right now is Lucian Piani. Oh, oh, that's uh, that's an interesting choice. I feel like that's like the sort of meta world of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Kind of broke. It kind of like was a yeah, like a, a this golden the, child. This yeah, picked, broke the illusion. You know, yeah, right, uh-huh. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of ruined. Um, kind of stained the uh, the 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 varnish. Yeah, yeah. People who kind of defect from. I mean, I think like Fifi is kind of like that. I think she kind of defected from the drag race system mm-hmm. um, and speaks mm-hmm. out on it. So there's that too. There's post career breaking the game and like right. not being a good little Rue girl, you know? Right, right. Uh, Delta work, right? Delta work, big time, big time game breaker. Yeah. Even in Untucked when she's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do, oh, RuPaul, pick me. Please pick me. <laughs> like, you love that quote. I love that part so much. She puts a thing on her head. Oh my God. <laughs> She's great. Oh, God, She's that's great. work. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and I'm not a game breaker, but certainly a clapback that I loved is Nina's meh. <laughs> oh, oh, when... Uh, she gets Miss when, Congeniality, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, 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 when she gets Miss Congeniality. Yeah, that was great. That was... I, I feel like there's, like, game breakers, people who, like, expose the game, people who mm-hmm. still play it, you know? Right, 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 yeah. Uh, all of that. Well, this has been a really fun discussion uh, outside of this episode, so I appreciate it, Mary. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think we just, uh, it's the off season. We might have another two months of it, so, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, loosen up your belts, ladies. We're going to be uh, in Tangent Village for a little while. <laughs> Tangent, as yeah. uh, Dahlia Black would say. Um, God, I forgot about her, P.S. I saw her on Twitter recently. I was like, oh, yeah, you. Which is oh, all yeah. to say, excellent. so excellent. many drag performers. Oh. I know, I know. It's really fabulous what's happening. Um, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this episode, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary on Twitter, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or www.tasteofreality.com backslash allright-mary. Uh, you can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Also or... Uh, or Johnny Also One, or you can find me on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can get more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance, or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses with Nick Kachanov. And as I said, we're going to be talking about the Golden Globes this week. So if you want to hear more Golden Globes talk, it will be there. Um, and if you want to get more of me on Twitter, it's Colin Drucker. Instagram, Colin Drucker underscore. And if you want to get more of both of us, which includes a bonus episode every single week and uh, a super bonus episode every single month, if you're a uh, $10 level Mary, uh, Matreon, you can uh, become a Matreon at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. We have a fun last chance lip sync, which makes sense completely. Uh, I recently heard uh, part of Trixie Mattel's soundtrack to Moving Parts, and it's not necessarily all the songs in the movie. It's kind of added songs and uh, certainly acoustic versions of things, things that they couldn't get the mechanical rights to, but they could, you know, put on a soundtrack. Uh, The one that I thought was appropriate because it was part of her All-Stars 3 crowning is Trixie Mattel's acoustic version of Hey Kitty Girl. Yeah. 
uh well hey kitty girl uh look how far you came and mm. so um, proud to see it so proud, so proud to, to see, see it. it so proud to see it so uh yeah here's uh here's trixie you know um moving her parts <laughs> being a kitty girl uh enjoy mary's next week it will be the worst episode uh, because it's uh, when Katya goes home. So, oh my God, uh, it's just gonna be Salma walking to the to the execution. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Kitty Girl, right? I mean, yeah, uh. right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, oh my goodness. I had I, this is. I hope I, right before we go. Right before we go. Right before we go. Hang right, out. Yeah. Right before we hang out. This is not how you sound when you and I hang out. I. Uh, I want to make sure that I am a, a, a lady of my oh, word. Oh, yes. Oh, let's do yes. this. Yes. So I am I'm making sure because I don't want to get anything wrong, and I know I have it here. Here we go. It was from Sister Mary Andrew. So Sister Mary Andrew, if you're listening, and more importantly, Sister Mary Allison. Mm. And there's a lot of Allisons out there, and there's a lot of Andrews. But uh, I'm assuming the coincidence of a Sister Mary Allison knowing a Sister Mary Andrew who has put in a special request that we send some love to Miss Allison's way. Happy 2020. Happy birthday early. Happy birthday late. Happy birthday every day. Because, like, time's a construct. Yeah. Hey, kitty girl. It's your world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And we hope you had a lovely Christmas. And, uh, yeah. We're sending you lots of love. Lots Lots of love. Lots of love. Uh, uh, you're the Mary. <laughs> yes, uh, you are the Mary. And as your beautiful friend Andrew, who I hope won't mind uh, me quoting him, had said, uh, described you as a beautiful soul and a constant source of kindness and grit. And I think we could all use a little bit of that. So thank you for being one of those people. Yeah, keep your eyes open, Allison. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't want to call I, her the B word. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was like, I don't know what that reference is. Oh, yeah. Well, keep yeah. your eyes open, Alice. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, and what um, a nice little sentiment to start our new year off yeah. on All Right, Mary. Yeah. 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 So, it. hey, Kitty Girl, this song, Miss Mary, Sister Mary Allison, is dedicated to you. Yeah. Get your twirl. Yeah. <laughs> Get your twirl. Get your twirl. Give a twirl. Give a twirl. Give a twirl. Give a twirl. Bravi. Bravi. Yeah. Bravi. All right, Marys. We'll see you next time. And we hope you have a fantastic week. So, yeah. Know you're sexy and keep slaying the game. Let the world remember your name. Feel your puss down deep in your soul. Let your body lose control Like kitty girl, it's your world When you walk the street, step into the beat Hey kitty girl, get your twirl In the disco heat, you're the boogie better rock and clean Step aside, I'm back again So hype, so lit, adrenaline I'm Shantula, say what? Started as a baby, now I'm all grown up Gonna take this verse just to let you know Don't listen to the haters, be a pro Cause I work my way, paid my dues Now I got the whole world singing hallelujah Is your world When you walk the street Step into the beat Hey kitty girl, get your twirl In the disco heat You're the boogie, better rock and queen 
Mira, Mira on the wall. Who's the fiercest of them all? Face, 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 body and all. Another day, another slave. Meow, meow, savage beauty. Stepping out on the mission. Get fierce, stay ready. The OG's back for another crown. Uh, is your world? When you walk the street, step into the beat. Hey, kitty girl, get your twirl. In the disco heat, you're the boogie better rockin' queen. Step into the plate, I'm Trixie Mattel. Got my name in the game, better learn it well. Cause I'm the MVP heading up to bat. And I go to third base, but I never tell that. I could bleach in the blonde like Pamela. And I'm stepping out the box like Shangela. I got long, thick legs, a tarantula. And if you call me kitty girl, I can handle ya. Yeah. Oh. Is your world? When you walk the street, step into the beat. Hey, kitty girl, get your twirl. In the disco heat, you're the boogie better rockin' queen. In the disco heat, you're the boogie better rockin' queen. In the disco heat, you're the boogie better rockin' queen.